Hi there, uh, I'm Irene, and welcome to the RPG Hour. Today I'm your guest director, and I use the she-her pronouns. Today we are playing I Hunt by Machine Age uh, Productions. I'm Mr. RPG Hour, they, them, and I'm playing Jesse the Ghost Fallon, a mild mana pest control tech, climbing over or under buildings to root out pests, be it a rat or a chupacabra. I'm Mrs. RPG Hour. I use she, her, or they, them pronouns, and I'm playing Constance, who uses they, them pronouns, the Evelina, who is just here to get paid. Hey, I'm Emmett Hale Farnsworth Guzman, and I'm playing Elmer Dogwood, or L, the uh, 66 super th pseudo therapist. Ooh, super therapist soon, though. Um, and uh, with selective hearing. Uh, hi, I'm Nick. Uh, my pronouns are he, him, and I am playing Todd, the punk rocker, who is a knight and is totally just ready to beat something up, who also uses he, him pronouns, by the way. Alright. And uh, so, we're going to go ahead and do, give ourselves here a little nice little recap here. Uh, so last, last time, y'all, uh, y'all were hanging out in Constance's, um, technically it's not their shop, but they, they, they're the clerk. Uh, it was like an occult shop, like those crystal, crystal ball boutiques that you see around town, you know, big towns like, uh, uh, LA or whatever. Um, and, uh, y'all got a job from a Mr. Johnson who claims to work for Angel City Records, uh, Record Corporation, rather. Um, and, uh, he, uh, needed y'all to go track down a record, uh, that has been circulating online recently throughout the community, uh, for Whitney Pierce, uh, Caustic. Um, it's a, it's a collector's item. It's like one of, it's, uh, as you discovered, it was number 33 of the 666th pressing, uh, uh of the original run. Uh... And uh, the only information you had to go on initially was that uh, it was purchased by somebody named XO Kitty Lover Seventeen. So you go to Kitty, uh, Kitty Lover's apartment, and you you find out that uh, XO Kitty Lover Seventeen is an old woman. And uh, Jesse sort of talks to this old woman, you know, talk, talks her ear off, and while the rest of y'all uh, do a little heist and steal the record from her. As well as her record player. Um, and you all had listened to this record while this was all going on yourselves, because it was playing when you, when you all came up. And you discovered uh, back at Todd's van that the record uh, has a curse on it. And that curse is whoever listens to this record, um, well, they're, they're affected by the curse. And it seems that the curse is probably linked to the people who are disappearing when they listen, after listening to it. And so we're going to go ahead and open up our scene then. Uh, you're in the back of Todd's van, picking up right where we left off. This record is cursed. Hey, uh, buddy, you should probably clean your mattress, by the way. Uh, yeah, but, uh, like, like, how? How are you supposed to do that? Like, it's a mattress. You can't, like, put it in the, the washing machine or anything. Look, look, when you bring your van by... 
mean, when you bring your van by on Wednesday morning, you, you could like, I gotta, I don't know, use soap, fabric, please. Oh, yeah. Uh, How about this? You take it, when you come to the shop, we'll throw it in the garbage can behind the shop. I have a customer who decided to get rid of a, uh, I think it's a queen size or a, a full size, I don't know what it is. We'll measure and make sure that it fits in here. You know, I, I get old mattresses all the time. I usually get them out to some uh, other folks that need them. But I think really looking at this thing, it, it's just going to be easier to throw the whole thing away. But I understand you don't want to throw the whole van away, so we'll just throw away the mattress and get you a new one. Or Well, not new, but new to you. Works for me. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, what are we going to do about this? This, uh... I don't know. Constance is a smart one. She has to figure it out, right? They. I'm sorry, they. My apologies. Uh, uh, we're counting on them. So... I don't want to take these degenerates back to my place, but I guess I probably have to, because I have a bunch of books there that I've borrowed from my boss. appreciate the term degenerates and I don't think it's real helpful for... How about this? I gotta do some cleaning up at the shop. Um, I got a special little area at the back of the property. Uh, it, it's a special cage where we keep some of the more dangerous chemicals, the kind of stuff where... Hold on. Booker, come here. Come here right now. I am trying to talk. What she's doing is Small rude. life form is getting in trouble. I can hear it through the wall. Mm -hmm. No, that is enough. That is enough. Do you want to go to timeout? Do you want to go to timeout in the bedroom? I wish I had something to eat. That is enough. No more tears. Do you want me to help you put your headphones on so you can watch your tablet? I mean, I'm always just down to chill in the van, but we can totally go wherever. Yeah. I don't know anything about curses, so this is your level of expertise. I just need to see what exactly the runes are and, like, figure out um, precisely what we're dealing with as far as what it's going to take to uh, disrupt this curse. Alright, so here's the deal. Backside of the property is where we store some things like the stuff that we use to uh, heat up people's uh, places for bed bugs. Uh, we also keep some uh, heavy chemicals. Don't worry, you're not going to be able to easily get into them. They're in a separate lock cage area. But uh, I, I got a little setup up there. It's kind of like a um, secondary office area. Uh, we can use that. Uh, it's got a, uh, a couple fold-out tables, some chairs. Um, there's about uh, four of us that work back there, but... Uh, Two guys are out of town right now, and the other guy, I guarantee you, he's hes not getting up anytime soon. Uh, he doesn't get up. Uh, or he, he goes to bed at like almost like 7 o'clock at night on the dot and gets up at like 4.30 in the morning and comes up to the shop and uh, starts getting things ready for the day. Okay. Um, Go ahead. Right, so... Um, it's going to take me a bit to get to my place because buses and whatnot. Um, I could drive you. We still have the van. 
Yeah. And I can continue to look at it, see if maybe something jogs my memory while I'm here, while we're on the way. So that's a yes to coming with us. Yeah, but you're not going inside. It's uh, it's uh, it's about this point, um, Jesse. Your uh, your phone begins to ring. Thank you for calling AAA Pest Control. This is Jesse. What can I kill for you? And uh, you, you, as you're uh, as you're answering it, you, it's a it's a very uh, inebriated man. You recognize the voice as that is of your boss. And he's like, Jesse, you're you're one of our best best exterminators. <laughs> I'm 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 gonna give you a nice Christmas bonus, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, gonna, I'm that's what I'm gonna do. You, you you deserve it for for your hard work. And and then you you just start hearing this this snoring, on the other end of the line. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he already drank my Christmas bonus. Click. Are you being called into work or? Nah, don't worry about it. All right, so um, so I I, I assume that Jesse's gonna go uh, go to uh their work to start getting that set up while everybody else goes to uh Constance's place to get uh, so Constance can get their books and then go over the plans to meet back up at the uh, pest control shop, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah, so we're gonna do like a little quick like you know, this is the scene in or this is the spot in like T V shows where you would cut to that sort of stuff, like it's a montage of y'all just sort of like going to your different places and then y'all meet up again at the pest uh the pest control shop. And scenes on y'all. So the pest control office is uh two separate buildings. There's a building in front, um and you could see like a little road on the side and you could see a building towards the back and you could see uh, Jesse's truck, um, which Jesse's truck is a little bit different than uh, everybody else's. Uh, most everybody else in the company has um, what looks like just kind of a, a generic roach on the top that's upside down. Um, but the one that's on top of Jesse's looks more like a bed bug. Um, and uh, as you go back towards it, you see that the property is actually three different buildings. Um, and they're a little bit run down. Uh, there's a couple of other vehicles here, but they're all company vehicles. Um, and uh, the only light on is it, at the back of the property. All right. So I guess I guess we we walk into um, I don't know, probably the front one, whichever whichever we seemed more like an, a natural entrance right you know you know like eventually like i you eventually f uh, find your way towards uh where jesse had indicated uh that y'all were gonna be setting up and uh you know it, it's kind of kind of is this like an open space here or is it like kind of like part of the inside the building itself 
No, it is. It's it's the back building. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a separate building unto itself. Um, it's more open air. It's it's um, it's a metal shed with three sides. It's got a it's got a front side as well, but the front side is mostly like chain link fencing type. Right. Um, because most of the chemicals back there are things that, uh, if in an enclosed space, a breath and a half, and you're gone. Right. Okay. That makes sense. So it's well ventilated. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, you can kind of see like a little area that's like, it's towards the back, uh, and it's like a makeshift second floor um, that was made like handmade out of wood. Uh, it does look sturdy, uh, but it's like there, there's a couple of tables back in the back um, on the second floor area, uh, and that's where Jesse's kind of set up. There's a mini fridge with sodas um, and energy drinks. All right. Hey, yeah, well, that's that's where I want to sit down. All right, so uh, I believe uh, Constance wanted to um, do a wanted to do some like research on these runes and stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, I believe you have. Do you have the? Uh, is it called a talent? I think it's called a talent. Do you have um, the nose things for being a uh, for being an Evelina? Yeah, I drink and I know things. All right. Can you? Uh, you can, I believe that you can invoke that, correct, in this instance? Okay, so, so how do I... Uh, so, so what that does is it gives you a, I believe it's a plus one bonus whenever you do your, um, whenever you do your occultist check, it'll give you an additional plus one or plus two, I think. We'll say, we'll say it'll give you a plus two. Okay, cool. So yeah, I'm gonna find a suitable table, throw some books, big, heavy, old books on it, and with the record kind of propped up so I can see it, see the runes really well, and just start going to town cross-referencing stuff. Alright, yeah, go ahead and give me that occultist uh, test again. Yeah, so um you're you're digging through this through this uh these books and uh your the syntax doesn't seem familiar of how the runes are constructed. Um and you're thinking maybe maybe the the information is might, might be in a different book. Uh but the point is you the books that you brought with you have not really are not really helping you that much here. Hang on, I need to make a phone call. I'm gonna call Carl at the shop. Okay, yeah. So the the, the shop ring, the shop phone rings, and it, it takes a minute before uh, the before it's picked up, and you hear on the other line like Carl's voices. Yeah, yeah. What's up? So. You know the secret stash of books that we're not supposed to put out on the floor? Uh-huh. What about them? Um, there should be, like, there should be 
something back there with like a bunch of runes on it. Uh huh. A bunch of runes. Um. Can you? If I describe these runes to Carl, could he <laughs> look for these runes? I mean, he could probably try. Carl, I need you to learn to read real quick, okay? I mean, I, I mean, I, I can read. I mean, I'm, I, I'm not racking for nothing. We are the combined intelligence of forty rats. We can read. Okay. I'm gonna describe I just realized scene. she was calling and talking to the rats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got it immediately. I'm just. I, like, Carl, I love it. I completely <laughs> blanked, and I was like, "Who's Carl? <laughs> Who are we calling?" I'm gonna call Carl and have Carl help. <laughs> oh All right, so I'm gonna describe the sequence of runes that I find on this record, and see if Carl okay. can find anything. <laughs> Okay, give me a uh, give me another uh, occultist test. Uh, we'll go ahead and say it'll be at the uh, plus. Uh, we'll go ahead and give it the the plus four, uh, the plus six rather. Still, so give me that roll okay. again. <laughs> wow. Wizard. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing really great this at this. Been so good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it, uh, while while you're describing these runes to Carl, um, Carl seems a little distracted, and and then you hear like this really tiny violin start playing, and uh, Carl, you hear Carl say, "Shh, stop that, stop that! I'm trying to work. Come on, this is serious." Um, Carl, and then, do you have people over at the shop? Uh, 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 I mean. Uh, and he just he he, hang, he hangs up. God damn it, Carl! We <laughs> talked about this. I love that there's just like a fucking talking mass of rats. That's now like a, a canon like important side <laughs> character. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Welcome to Angel City, where uh, not everything is quite what it seems. God. Yeah, giant rat king in the back. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's Carl. It's Carl. Carl is actually a, per a person who can communicate with humans. Um, the mm. I learned today is that it takes 40 rats to be able to read. <laughs> I mean, you think rats generally have the average intelligence of, like, a young toddler. So, like, combine a bunch of toddler knowledge. They could probably figure it out. Oh my yeah. God. Rats are really smart. And they're, they're empathic. So, like, they know if you're, like, upset or sick. And they'll, like, if you teach them to do things to help you, like, bring you a Kleenex. They know, like, when you need a Kleenex. Oh. Rats um, are cool as shit. I love rats. <laughs> I, I I will I will if you go to the shop yourself uh, to check this information. I'll let you go ahead and roll that again. Okay. Yeah. We we need to go to the shop. I don't have what I need here. 
Yeah, so, um, I assume everybody's gonna go to the shop? Are you all piling into Todd's van? Uh, no, I'm gonna take my work truck again. Okay. Alright, so, yeah, y'all, y'all arrive, uh, back at Constance's shop. It's, I mean, we know it's not actually Constance's shop, but it's, you know, it's the shop where they work. <laughs> um, and you can see that the lights are on in the shop, and there's, like, a bunch of different, like, form, like, little small rat-sized forms, uh, scurrying around, dancing, uh, and you can hear, you can sort of hear, like, faint violin music, faint music being played, uh, like, violins, uh, pianos, you know, just little tiny music. Okay. Can I use my skill in Assassin to sneak up to the door, unlock it, and then, like, boom, bitch, kick the door open? Like, Carl, we talked about this! Go ahead. Yes! And you know what? So we're going to say that you have the edge because they are distracted. Uh, so we're going to add... Uh, roll, a, roll a d6. Roll a d6? Yeah, roll a d6. Oh, look at that. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, so you, you basically meld into the darkness here. Um, and you, you, unlock the, you unlock it very quietly. And you kick that door open. And suddenly all these different rat forms, they, they freeze. And it takes your, moment, your eyes a moment to adjust and realize that they're not necessarily rats. Um, they're specifically, they, they're, uh, you recognize them as gremlins. And they all sort of like scream. And uh, they start scattering as soon as you pop in. <laughs> and Carl kind of like scurries from out behind the, the counter uh very very clearly like balancing on its back uh or on their back a um a wine glass uh that one of them is drinking from and uh carl says ouch oh constance Uh, 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 uh." hi what are you doing here carl we talked about this your late night parties cause me a lot of headache in the morning. So we can't be doing that anymore. However, if you clean up and I don't even get the slightest sense that anyone was here after hours, we'll be good. Yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Just uh, please, please, please don't tell Charles. And Charles is your uh, boss. It's fine. Like I said, Charles is only vaguely aware that something is back in the back of the shop. We're good. No more parties. Sure, sure. And uh, Carl, like, just, like, downs the rest of that wine. And um, goes to, like, start scurrying around and like picks up a like like touches a broom and just sort of like starts like pushing the broom around 
uh, sweeping up like, and you see there's like little tiny red solo cups everywhere, like like the shot glass types. But for these, <laughs> but for them, they're they're obviously like hand. They're like hand sized for them. Like regular solo cups. <laughs> yeah. So they're they're just they're just cleaning. It. Carl's just cleaning this mess up that that him and his guests have made. All right, Constance is gonna stick their head out. All right, you guys, come on. Yeah, and so y'all y'all come in on this scene, and like, there's a passed out gremlin, um, just sort of, just sort of like snoozing in the corner. Uh, you can see like, got a, like a sharpie mustache drawn on its face. You know, practical practical frat party joke type things. You need to get better friends, Carl. I mean, they—they're—they're they're good friends. They're—they're they're good people. You know, it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's a harmless joke, you know. Really, thirty dollars worth of merchandise, good people. <laughs> are they, are they worth potentially breaking something in this store, Carl? I don't know. It's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's a little too rich for my blood, so I don't know how much you get paid here. But... I uh, listen, Constance. I'm just a little salty from earlier. Um, I'm a, I'm, oh, actually, that reminds me. I Let kind me of see pull that. It out of my pocket, and I like. It's like not even that big. Constance is gonna leave that alone. Take the crystal. <laughs> Look at it really quickly. Lick it and be like, oh. Well, there's no refunds, but this is actually salt. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which explains why it broke so easily. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's one of those uh, Himalayan salt. salt lamps. Yeah. Oh right? Oh, my God. So, I like... <laughs> I guess, like, great. At least that has a use. And I shove it back into my pocket. Just so you know, if Carl tries to eat your pocket, I'm not helping you. That would be the worst thing that, that's happened today. <laughs> stupid. $30 for... Okay, I'm gonna... <laughs> I'm gonna take them into the back... There's like, um, in the back stock room, there's like boxes of like, I apologize now to anyone who, I apologize, just gonna <laughs> just throw that out there. There's like boxes of Silver Raven Wolf books and like, um, <laughs> do you want a divorce? This is how you get a divorce. No, 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 no. Sorry. Because like, honestly, such fucking trash but anyway okay there's some uh there's some ann myers back there oh god okay (laughs) Uh, i mean i do have a guilty i do have a really guilty pleasure i can't remember the name of the publisher but like there are some like occult encyclopedias out there that you can collect and i love those they're so cute Mm mm-hmm so like that is my trash guilty pleasure (laughs) but anyway there's like a bunch of that stuff but in the very very back there's like a heavy curtain 
and um, when you go back there, there's like this whole area with these big bookshelves that are just full of like dangerous occult books. Right. Like actual real life, like like actual grimoires. It's okay, baby. We'll do one. In yeah, a like bound in human skin books. All right. You know, we'll we'll give you the edge dice for that one as well as your nose things. <laughs> Uh, because like as you're like you're in a what is it, amounts to an occult library, I feel like this, this one is giving you the edge on this test. Okay, so yeah, I'm gonna try once again to decipher these runes so I know how we're gonna die. I suddenly it makes so much sense why a uh, rat king turned sentient. It makes like perfect sense at this point. <laughs> Sometimes you just learn not to ask questions. And then God freaking! You have you have the edge so, die. Yeah, so oh, roll three yeah. d f plus one d six. Right. I think it's I think it's still the four four d f plus the one d six plus the bonuses. So I just need to roll a d6 now. Yeah, just add a d6 to that. I will say that it's funny that this has been three threes in a row. Yeah. I'm beginning to think that there's something to this curse. <laughs> uh, so with that total of a five, um, you... As you're sort of, like, researching it, you know, you're taking your time researching it, and uh, it's well into the night now. Um, and you finally realize that this curse, um, what it does is it's, it, uh, it compels you to sell the record uh, on the sixth day. And then once the record has left your possession, um, it you become part of the record itself. Like, you're... You become part of the voices that are chanting the curse. And the only way to break this curse is to um, is to uh, find the find whoever cast this curse in the first place. Okay. <clears throat> so I have some good news and some bad news. Good news is, there is a way to break this curse. And what's the bad news? Bad news is we have to find the person that cast the curse uh, in order to break oh it. Oh my god. So, how are we going to do I that? Person. I really mean entity, because who knows. Um, well, does anyone know any information about this record company? <laughs> and where they contract out their printings? Well, okay, so you do know that the whoever like whoever put these runes in there, uh, what they did is they they actually uh, they what they did like they cut the runes in there themselves. So oh, okay, like it's like it's like somebody like took a paperclip and scratched these runes into the li into the label. Uh, so it, it, oh. whatever it was, it was initially initially it was not part of the original printing. Oh. But in limited, a lot of times in limited run, um, 
collector's items like this, there is a record of <sighs> owners. Right. So do you do so have to find that. You do have the knowledge that it was sold on ePort to Exo Kitty Lover from Spiral Yumiko. So maybe you could trace it back? Well, I can try. Uh, like, looking up the past people who had it on ePort, but I don't know how far back that goes. I uh, rolled Investigator. I was going to try and contact the... Um, uh, what was her exo kitty lover um, and try and convince her to uh, give me as much information about the seller as she could. Okay. Um, uh, but sadly my role was even with a plus four, it was terrible. So I only have a uh, three. Yeah. So that is, uh, so you, you, you call her up and she's like, uh, cause this is middle of the night. So she's just now waking up and she's like, Oh, um, uh, uh, did, did you give her your name? You give her your card, that's right. Uh, J yes. Th this is Jesse from, uh, this, this afternoon? Uh, yes, ma'am. The record you left in here, there's a little bit of, uh, uh, an issue with it. I wanted to try and locate the previous owner or owners to try and find out. It may have been some, the reason that your record player isn't working as well. And I want to try and see if they had the same issues or something. I'm trying to I'm trying to do some troubleshooting for you, Ed, and I uh, I just wanted to try and get as much information as I could. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, give me a moment. I, I I didn't get rid of the box. I still have the box. It's it's in here somewhere. And then you you hear her shuffling around her her uh, room, and like you hear like things being tossed around. And uh, a few minutes later, she's like, "Okay, you you got a pen." Uh, yeah, I got a pin. It's a great pin. It's, uh, called Todd. <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. And Todd is just completely flustered and, like, looking for a pen, like, digging in his, his jacket pocket, looking for something. Um, oh, yeah. And he, he takes it down <laughs> on his phone. Yeah, so, uh, the shipping information that she gives you was that it originally came from, uh, the, the name was Laura Lee. Um, and she lives in, uh, in the up, upper upscale area of Angel City. Thank you so much, ma'am, and I'll have this back to you in a few days. Uh, you rest well, and, uh, don't let those rats keep you up. Oh, yeah, certainly. You, uh, you have a nice night, uh, Jesse. Absolutely lovely evening, ma'am. Yeah, and then she hangs up. So. I swear, amateur Daddy. hour over here. Amateur hour. Hey, Daddy. I got a uh, you, you get anything? We have the address, yeah. right? Yeah, so you, you have this address. Um... You have this address to uh, Laura Lee, and um, we're gonna go ahead and do a montage scene here. Um, so y'all go to Laura Lee's uh, place, and um, she lives with her family, and her family they're very torn up. Their daughter has been missing now for almost uh, for a couple days, and they don't know where she's gone. <coughs> um, 
and you know they they do have all of her stuff still um and i i assume you all ask to like look at this stuff to figure out uh like who she bought it from and i'm gonna do a full-on investigation yeah so i kind of want to see if i can put a word out to see if i can get people to like look for her to look for uh laura lee uh i mean you you certainly could try that but um you know that laura lee is probably involved is probably in the disc right now uh on account of the curse Yeah, and so with your investigation check there, uh, Jess, you you find out um, it like it's part of this like montage. You find out okay, so sh- she bought it from somebody named um, George, uh, and George bought it from somebody named Alex, and eventually you get back to uh, it was purchased uh, originally from. A seller calling themselves uh, Anamine Records. Um, uh, I feel like Todd maybe knows a, a bit about like the local music scene. Would would he know anything about like that record label? Uh, so he probably he knows that it's not like a record label per se. What it is is it's uh it's like Amoeba Records. Yeah, you know, they 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 sell they sell. It's a record store. It's an oh, online okay. record store. Um, but the, the weird thing about this is that, uh, Anamine Records, they don't have, like, a physical address. They have a P.O. Box office, uh, in downtown. And, uh, that's the only address you, uh, have for them is that downtown address. Which is, uh, and specifically the P.O. Box that they that they use is P.O. Box 13 as well. Well, we could try and go to the post office, I guess, or maybe look up this, uh, record seller online a bit more i don't know what do you guys think that's sure thing i mean uh i mean look we got two vehicles why don't we have two people try and get some more information on this and two people go to the p.o box actually go ahead and ask your question then i have an idea i can just as a 66 like my ability is like i know people can I just like know someone who works there? Is that something I can do? Yeah. Yeah. I spend a fate. Well, yeah, yeah. We'll say you can do that. Yeah. You. You know uh, that you know one of the clerks there. Um, this isn't like a, this isn't like the post office. Post office. This is like a post office box uh, in like a Western Union type place. You know. So the person who manages it isn't actually a postal worker. It's a. It's somebody who is hired. Um, and they're they're they're, uh, they're old. This is like an old person um, named, say, call him a 
Gerald. Yeah, Gerald. We'll go with Gerald. Yeah, that's a great one. Gerald. It's, he's an underpaid re retiree. Like he's working this job because he has no choice but to work this job. Um, Post office has benefits. And well, it's 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 not the post office that he's working for. It's uh, it's like a Western Union type place. So like it's people who rent out a post office box, but it's they're not attached to the post office gotcha. itself. Uh. And Gerald, Gerald, and you you have to know that Gerald is working uh, tonight. I mean, we could always hit up my buddy Gerald, see what he knows. I uh, I, I know a guy, you know, he he works. Uh, I think he's over that P.O. box, if I'm not mistaken. Works for me. Uh, Constance, do you have any ideas? So, if it's a business, most businesses, when they have any kind of funds at all, have bank accounts. Those bank accounts typically require a physical address for even if there isn't a physical location for the business and they operate purely online they have to have a physical address that can't in a lot of places cannot be a p.o box mm -hmm. so if they have a p.o box that they're operating out of there may be some paperwork that has their actual physical address on it somewhere there So you, you want to approach Gerald to ask for that information? Yeah, we can definitely we try. We can definitely try. I, mean... I don't see. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So uh, who, who all is going to the P.O. box? I think Todd is a little in over his head and will probably go wherever they tell him to. Um, this tracking things down and figuring things out, it's a little, little too cerebral for him. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, uh, so uh, uh, where's Jess going? Um, I'll follow behind and with my truck. Okay, so it sounds like everybody then I is going. So. I guess we're all. Okay, yeah. So y'all, y'all head over to uh, this PO uh, to this PO box uh, office. And it's 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 one of those twenty four hour, uh, privately run, peel boxes, um, and Gerald like like I said he's he's an old he's an uh, underpaid retiree he's old he's got like this big old bushy brow uh, beard rather, uh, that goes all the way down to his uh, stomach and he's sort of like, leaning over the counter, uh, and his face lights up as he sees uh, L come in, and he's like. Oh, hey, El. Hey, Gerald. How's it going? How have you been? Oh, I've been great. I've been great. Uh, I've been, uh, t let's see, tomorrow marks my uh, third month sober. Oh, so thank you for that so much. Bud. I'm so happy for you. You're doing you're doing a great job. Um, how have things been going? There can be a little bit of, uh, I don't know, it's it's hard sometimes so how have you been on that front oh i've uh, 
It's 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 been tough, but I've I've been holding out. I've I'm you know it, the thing the, the things they've been hard ever since my wife passed, but it's rough. It's it's always rough. Yeah. Um. Listen, Gerald, I'm here. You know, whenever you need me, and and then the rest of the people in group are are as well. Um. I really appreciate that, Al. Ever, you know, are struggling, make sure you give me a call. Okay. But I absolutely uh, will. We're here for something else. We we've been trying to track down um, the sell like a seller of this um, original. They run a PO box here, and we we were trying to figure out. How to get a refund? Um, they've been completely, um, you know, non-responsive. Oh, what's unfortunate? The item that they shipped was a record. It's made of wax, and it came with wax. It came with wax meal worms. They literally are eating the record. It's a very unfortunate situation. I'm here to be a verified witness that that's what it is. And uh, Gerald sort of nods. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I, I technically I can't give that information out. You know, it's it's private information. But go ahead and give me a. Uh, do you have Do you have uh, the socialite I skill? I do. Um, let's see, socialite. Oh, I have it at average. I more of I have a lot in social worker. Uh, you know what? G give, we can do social worker. Give me a social worker test. No edge though. So okay, what is this? So I got one plus one minus two blanks, and I have a four in social worker. Okay, so so uh, you're sort of like uh, he sort of like like thinks about it and he's like, all right, well. I guess, I guess, I guess if I just so happen to uh, accidentally leave those records out and you see them, you see them, right? Yeah. And uh, he's like, I, I need to go check their, uh, I need to go check on that information anyways, make sure it's up to date. And uh, he comes back out a lo little while later with a folder and um, he, he leaves it out and he's like, oh. Wait, that's right. I have to go take my uh, lunch break, my mandatory lunch break. And uh, he's like, yeah, you just don't take anything, you know? Of course not. And uh, he steps out to go do his lunch break. All right. And it gives you it gives you <coughs> enough time to check over these files. We get an address, right? And... You do get an address. It's in downtown, uh, downtown Angel City. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, whoever, whoever runs this place, they, they did, like, the barest effort to cover their tracks. Um, because, like, you, you plug this into, like, uh, Google Maps and, uh, it, it comes out, it's a, 
It's their. It, it comes out somebody's home. All right. So are we ready? Do you want to give it a shot? It seems like. I don't know. It seems like an ordinary business from the looks of it. You do notice one thing, I will say. Um, like, just like just from like you, you go into the street view on Google Maps, you know, to get a better idea of things, and you see that um, there's some uh, strange graffiti uh, marked around the um, marked around the place, and some of these rooms they they look kind of familiar. Uh, you recognize them, in fact, as the uh, as the same kind of rooms, like, it was, like, whoever made these made these rooms on the same, uh, using the same, like, style of handwriting and stuff. Uh, so, you're gonna see the room, has the same style of rooms as the rooms on the record itself. Hmm. That's what I'm getting at. Hmm. It's, uh, some plot-relevant graffiti. <laughs> Okay. Um, that is... Can I try to figure out what it says? I'm gonna try to figure out what it says. Yeah, go ahead. Give me an occultist test. Oh, look at that. Uh, so th these uh, these rooms, they appear to be some sort of like protective spell. Uh, some of them seem to be protective spells. Other ones, uh, they seem to be like gathering energy type runes. So clearly wh whoever is doing this is gathering energy for some reason. And I believe with that, that's a that, that, that this feels like a natural place to end things for now. Sure. So, uh, yeah, thank you all for uh, joining us for t uh, today's uh, episode of uh, our I Hunt uh, game on our the RPG Hour. Uh. I can be found on Twitter as uh, DMIreneDB. That's all one word. Um, and you can find uh, me on Twitch as well at DMIreneDB, all one word. Nick, if you want to go ahead and go. Sure. Um, so hi, everyone. I'm Nick. Um, I'm known as Draconic in various online spaces and places. On Twitch, itch, Patreon, and Kofi, I can be found just as Draconic. Um, that's with a K, obviously. Um, these are great places to find my work and support what I do. Uh, on Twitter, you can find me at Draconic Gaming. It's all one word. And there's also my website, Draconic.com, where I maintain a rather extensive blog of tabletop topics. I encourage you to go check it out and give something a read. And lastly, I do writing and editing commissions. If you like what I'm about here, uh, bring me on for a project. I'll help you work your tabletop, your fiction, whatever. 
Or you can just reach out and bring me onto your stream or podcast like this one. That's cool, too. Emmett. All right. My name is Emmett Hale Farnsworth Guzman. Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter at Hale Guzman. Hale underscore Guzman. Um, that's G-U-Z-M-A-N. And, uh, yeah, I do music. I'm writing a, 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 a tabletop RPG that I mostly finished with. I just need some some tweaking before I can put it into um, a digestible form for y'all. And I, I, I mean, I made the RPG hour theme. So, you know, uh, ask for me. You know, I'd, I'd be willing to help you out. Mrs. I'm Mrs. RPG Hour. I also host um, a show called Our Adventures, where I play indie games with cool people from the internet. Um, and if you're interested in joining me for that, um, you can um, find information to join our Discord on our website, rpghour.com, um, or you can um, send me a tweet um, at Our Adventures, and I can get you set up with a link there. Um, I also am a cast member for um, Amnesia.fm, which is a up-and-coming um, show for the RPG Hour Network. And if you're interested in joining the cast for that, um, you can also uh, check us out on the Discord. This has been RPG Hour, which is a part of the RPG Hour Network. Uh, we have a lot of different shows and some streams. You can learn more about that and who we are and who the people associated with our network are uh, if you go over to rpghour.com uh, and until the dice roll again.